Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined, as always, by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Watch. Hello, everybody. What's up? What's down? You know, all right. And the mysterious L. Merry Christmas, my beautiful babies. It's November 1st, and we all know that means it's Christmas. And I'm actually genuinely here for it. I love, I love, I love when this happens. Yep. The moment, moment we shove Halloween out the door, bam! It's Christmas time. It's all over. It's actually Day of the Dead. I'm sorry. I I'm gonna go ahead and claim Halloween spooky season for two more days. Two more days. (laughs) I mean, hey, you can celebrate whatever you'd like to, but in terms of the horrible consumer machine that we live inside of. Uh, like those aliens desperately hoping that the claw chooses them. Uh, it's Christmas inside the claw machine. Yeah. Mariah Carey even thought herself out or on, on her own Twitter page, which genuinely got a little bit of a chuckle out of me. I do love that the people responsible for her marketing or whatever are just leading into it. And it's just like l- l- literally like 12.01 a.m. November 1st, she's posting a thing where it's like, <laughs> It's time, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know who I am. You know That's where she gets all her money now, probably. Right? Is like the Christmas stuff. She doesn't put out new shit, does she? Uh, I how don't long know. can Butterfly, you know, bring in residuals? It's the Christmas that brings in the money. It's like Christian music, kind of. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know how. Oh, she's uh, fine. Like, I don't know what her output is like, but I do know that she's been like famously like crazy and attractive for a long time. And that's just sort of a career in itself. Like I like some of those, once those people hit like a trajectory, I just assume they're rich and famous forever. And I'm not sure why Britney Spears is that way. Like, I, 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 she, before, before she had her like residency in Vegas, I had no fucking idea what Britney Spears was up to. I was just like, what, like, what is she doing? But I was just like, well, she's still famous. She's still Britney Spears. I mean, I know who she is. Like, she's she still just famous. put out a book. Oh, she sure did. Justin mm-hmm. Timberlake's in big trouble. Imagine oh, cheating yeah. on your girlfriend 25 years ago, and then all of a sudden, like, now everyone in society is shaming you for it. I think it's more the forced abortion that people are shaming him for. Uh, God, I wish. I've been seeing a lot of people <laughs> shaming him specifically for the breakup part. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Mike, are you deep, knee deep in um old nineties relationship pop culture? Uh not really. No, I <laughs> am. I'm very weak on the Britney uh, Timberlake uh, drama. Uh, the one thing I do know is that uh, like Liz Crokin desperately tried to get herself in on the free Britney movement. It was mm-hmm. really funny. Like these, she and these right wing grifting shitbags. I'm getting more furious with you by the second as you bring relevant to our genre stuff into the boosh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I was like, I'll tolerate the I'll tolerate the reference to Liz Crokin, but then as soon as you start going on your rant I about these, these pieces of shit, it's, I'm not telling you to stop. I'm just saying that that's, this is not what the boosh is for. It's just really fluffy. This, I love knowing is, what QAnon thinks of celebrities. No, this isn't even the boosh. This is the pre-boosh. Yes, I'm so. I'm so. But no, but the thing that was so funny is. She basically tried to make this terrible movie because this was like right after Out of Shadows made her like quote unquote viral on the right wing. So she made this terrible Britney movie called Slave Princess about how Britney was in her conservatorship and all that horrible shit and how like Britney was being. She should work that title. 
<laughs> yeah, well, she was trying to like she was trying to make something happen with it. But the problem was is she released the movie right when the conservatorship ended. Like literally Britney won her lawsuit right when the movie came out. So all of its relevancy just immediately evaporated. And so Liz was left with this giant, giant, absolute stink bomb of a, of a quote unquote documentary that no one cared about. And it I'll was so it. long. Oh, maybe, maybe. Oh, I watched it. It was, it was because uh, a bunch of free Britney people came to me about her. So I was in these DM groups with free Britney people talking about Liz Croak and it was great. It was just like this fucking bizarre dark world. But, um, the best part about all of that, that was that Liz used the slave princess Twitter account to attack me. She like actually got into a fight with me on Twitter, but she didn't want to, do, she didn't want to use her real name. She didn't want to use her real account. So she just used the slave princess name to like get into a fight with me. It was, it was hilarious. That name and, is so awkward. I know. I got in a fight with the Liz Crokin slave. It, it, it triggers like a billion guilt into me because like. <laughs> There's something about it that is appealing in a way that makes me question my own, like, morals a lot. I'm just like, I shouldn't... I think it's just because, like, you know, quote-unquote Slave Leia, who is a princess, has poisoned my brain for that specific... Because, it, 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 like, pretty much any other situation, the word slave is like, persona non grata, I don't want nothing to do with that, that makes me feel bad and guilty exclusively, that sucks, hate that, like, you know, but, it, but then you put a little Princess Leia involved, you're just like, well, wait a minute, you know... That bikini's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes it's truly travel. horrible to be a man, and more people should talk about the male struggle. You know, it's it's oh, real God. tough for us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Did either of you do anything fun for Halloween? I did uh, not. I came home and went to bed. Yeah, I um, they I, I had mentioned last week on the pod that they were letting us wear uh, costumes at uh, work instead of our uniforms at work. So I put in the most low effort costume imaginable <laughs> and basically my goal. Oh, I might have you beat. We'll see though. I, I, I had a cookout to go to a couple of days ago and I, mine was pretty lazy. <laughs> no. So basically what I did was I just like found like an incredibly old uniform that we used to wear at my work, which was just a shirt. And cause like now I have to like wear like a million, I have to wear a suit now. I have to be all like professional. So I just like put on like my old tiny shirt and just went to work as old tiny dealer from the place I am employed by. And so many of the old school employees who saw me were like, boom, you're killing it, bro. Way to go. <laughs> such a funny and, outfit. Yeah, we love that. Yes. Nice <laughs> to love it. Yes. And then and then 90% of people were like, what the fuck is your outfit? And I'm like, yeah, that's what we were going for. I was going for 10% hit, 90% confusion. And I nailed it. I absolutely- uh, okay. So I think this might, this might be the tiebreaker. Did you have to button that shirt? No, I did not. Ooh, Ooh. that's gonna that's that is gonna make it tough because my my costume was just clip on. So uh, some friends of mine went to Bat Boy the musical, and uh, in doing so, they picked up these souvenir like Bat Boy ears that clip onto your regular ears. So I they told me that we were going to this cookout. They were like, "It's a cookout, chili cookout for Halloween. It's great." I get like essentially like I'm in their car. They're just like chili cookout costume contest is going to be great. Everyone in costume. And I was just like, you got, I don't have a fucking costume. So I put on the Bat Boy ears. <laughs> and because I'm a, a like, a, just like a, a bald, fat goober who dresses just sort of like a regular guy, uh, you know, I, I have, I have big like district manager energy sometimes. Uh, like anybody who asked me, I just told them I was just like, I'm just a chill, laid back 21st century Nosferatu, you know? 
and then like <laughs> and then i would just talk talk at them like that until they stopped uh questioning me any further so my costume was literally just me with some clip-on bat boy ears <laughs> all right I think Mike. I think you I, I, I posted it to my my old my oldie my oldie school social media, which is to say, I posted it on Facebook, uh, where only people who know me personally know a thing. Uh, Mike's is could... deep cut. It's a reference. It's it got is a reference. lore. It's funny to people who get it. It reminds them of when they were young. Yours is just <laughs> like I put on some ears. So I think yours is the you win for the most low effort. Nice. I, I, hate, two... I hate putting an effort, and I love winning. It's. <laughs> It really works this out. This is my morning outfit for the weekend that I went out. If you can see it, it's all cow. Yeah, you it's are a cow, cow lady. I, I can sort of see it, but it is incredibly kind of grainy. Not. I yes. wanted to I wanted to let you go last because I figured if anybody was going to have put in effort to Halloween, it was going to be you. It, <laughs> you could shame us. Yes. This uh, is a... You did say morning outfit. Does that mean you had to, did you have a costume change? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did this like free market, you know, just like a mutual aid free market in the morning on Saturday for Halloween stuff. I dressed as bitch. I'm a cow, you know, Doja Cat. My, uh, I, I would, I would be shocked if Mike knew, but of course I know. <laughs> so I have a cowboy hat that's it's cow print, and then this cow print top, and then I have a cow print jacket that has frillies. It's very cowboy i um i i truly love that no matter how many times we do this Haley refuses to acknowledge that podcasting is the theater of the mind and she just has to show <laughs> well, she, was, she she described exactly what she was wearing top and bottom but she, yeah, but she always like shows us photos and then i just like feel ashamed because now like our <laughs> audience is just listening to us react to photos yeah. you have so, to I, subscribe to the million dollar tier to get photos <laughs> Started OnlyFans where you just where you where you just post random pictures. It's just not, it's not it's, it's not sexual at all. It's lit, it's not even the question of lewds or dudes. It's like no, this is just me getting. It's a just co- me. It's just me going to Starbucks. It's just the me. problem with that is that like the the people who are willing to pay into the OnlyFans system, I'm pretty sure are going to make it sexual no matter what. You know? It's you just me. Like, like, you, you could be posting like a picture of you under like a white sheet, like you were like a classic style ghost, and they'd just be like, oh dude. Look So cut to night of Saturday was just when I did most of my event stuff. Uh, I did like an art thing. Um, So were you you doing this stuff for like for pleasure or for? Oh, yeah, that's the stuff. Now we're talking. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Were you uh, were you doing this for for like business or pleasure or both? Like, were you working an event or was this just you chilling? Um, we we I just do things because I want to do things. Yeah, fair enough. That's I mean, that's, <laughs> the way, that's the way to be. Sometimes I sell art. Sometimes I'm like I ain't doing that. Sometimes I participate. I, I, I know you do zines, so I didn't know if you were, <laughs> you were there handing out zines. Um. Yes. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know why you're so saved with the zines. These are cool. I like zines. Yeah. Zines are fine. And it also gives me an excuse to 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 reveal that I I retain knowledge about you. So be careful <laughs> what you say. Damn it. Okay, uh, I'll stop <laughs> talking. No, oh, I like your ears. Not. Oh yeah, I sent, I sent you my picture of my. It is my definitely more low effort than Mark, Mike, Mark. Right? It's <laughs> Mark. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, old Mark Stones, <laughs> the, the host of our podcast, Mark Hale of the yes. Adventures in Heaven World podcast. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, excellent yeah did right. i do anything uh, did anyone do anything yesterday for actual halloween uh i told you about my my actual oh yeah fever dream of um, a day did yesterday. anyone hand out candy to children <laughs> uh, no what? i was no. I, I was work lurking i like i yeah i didn't get i didn't get out of work until very late so i would mm-hmm. i would not have been able to hand out uh, candy it's to a children. weird day tuesday, it's I, kind of shitty day. yeah it's, it's yeah it's an awkward day and um the one thing that uh, happened that I was that was like kind of wild was we had a bunch of people, a few customers had very low rent costumes, and then this one guy was playing blackjack and had just an insane Deadpool costume, just <laughs> like absolutely bought bodysuit, like just layered on. He had. He obviously couldn't wear it in the casino, but he on the chair next to him, he had a Deadpool mask resting on the chair, and the mask was absolutely like he paid he paid a buck for that mask. That that mask cost some money, and I was just like, Jesus Christ! Like, man, there's a chance he made all that stuff himself. Cosplayers be out there, they'd be very talented. Yeah, I mean, but I was just like, man, if you were like looking to try to, I don't know, show off your craft, like. Uh, sitting in a casino on a Tuesday night in your full-on dead pearl ensemble was just like, man, you, you're, you're missing the boat, buddy. You're missing the boat. You could go anywhere else and try and pop off of that shit. He's but, living his best life. Oh yeah, no, he. he, he, <laughs> he, he spoiler alert: He absolutely fucking wasn't. Let me tell you, I like I. <laughs> uh, Mike is here to tell you that that guy is in a, a living hell of his own design. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. But on that note, let's let's transition to our light and breezy boost segment that I kind of already, already thought we were in because I'm out of my mind. <laughs> it's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse bouche. Matthew Perry's dead. Light and fluffy. Yes, <laughs> the fluffiest, the lightest. <laughs> I think well, this is a bummer for a lot of people. I was I I don't think I've ever seen anything, but. One thing I mean, that Matthew we're, we're Perry's talking about it in its lightest and, and fluffiest context, I'm sure, like the the insane conspiracy theories surrounding like the circumstances of it. Nobody's happy that Matthew Perry is. Dead. It was the weird contrast, though, on the internet of people who were like devastated because it's like friends culture, yeah, um, and then I, like people who are like, it's okay that we can we can speculate wildly about this man's death, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, do, happy to engage with the weirdness of that because I grew up. You know, I'm the I'm the age to have grown up with friends. You know what I mean? Like there there are two generations that can claim that shit as being like they were in the trenches, and I'm one of those two generations. I don't give a fuck about friends. Never have, never will. So when Matthew Perry passed and everybody like started like saying how sad and devastated they were over it, I was just like, Where the fuck were all of you people when Matthew Perry was trying to have a post friends career? And to the general population just sort of dropped off the face of the fucking planet for most of it. Like, if you guys love Matthew Perry so much, why didn't you support him when he needed you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, from everything I was reading about, like, the actual state of affairs with him, it seemed like the guy had been pretty much, like, fighting addictions for most of his adult life. And that, like, this was the, these were the problems that, like, led to what happened. Unlike what uh, our dumb dumb friends would like to say, which was Matthew Perry wore a shirt that said "I'm totally vaccinated." Wonder what happened to him? Ooh. And it's just oh god. It's okay to speculate about this because he wore the shirt. Right. I kept exactly. seeing people like say that like it's okay to do like they have to justify why they're being ghouls immediately. <laughs> I, I also I also love how like 
if you ask one of those people, you're just like, okay, so you think that the vaccine killed this guy? What sh- what should we do about that? And then they'll just be like, got to get rid of vaccines, obviously. And you're just like, okay, out of all the millions of people that have the vaccine, this one guy died. We're getting rid of all the vaccines. Would you like to have an honest discussion about how many people are killed by firearms? No? Okay. I didn't think so. So fuck you. <laughs> vaccines forever. It's vaccines forever. Those are also for as vaccine long as guns. Oh, All deaths in America from here on out are caused by the vaccine in some way or the other. We just have to live in that reality. I thought you were going for the joke about how the people were like claiming like COVID deaths were being mis uh, they were being miscounted in order to make them seem worse. Like this guy got shot and they called it a COVID death. And I, I, I thought I'm sorry. I thought that's what you, you, were you know. It has layers. It has yeah. layers. The, 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 <laughs> the fact that I got I managed to get the setup to a part where it was like a choose your own adventure style Republicans or hypocrites across the board adventure like joke. Like you go ahead and take of that make of that what you will. It's just like the setup is here and then choose whichever layer of republican hypocrisy you'd like just if you want to view hypocrisy simply look around and view it you know any hypocrisy you want to choose it yeah there's lots you, of ghoulishness you, you you don't even have to you, you don't you like it's, it's a choose your own adventure but you can just literally go to any other page in the book it doesn't even it doesn't even direct you it's like if you'd like to see republican hypocrisy find any other page in the book and it's there it's just waiting for you it's not a problem. So yeah. what up? What up with Matthew Perry? Did, what anything besides the vax? Did, did anyone say anything specific? Okay, so uh, did, did the Clintons get involved? Did the Clintons yeah, well, have to I need to out. Vax. Oh, we're there. We are. The, we're, don't worry. We're there. I, 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 I'm dialed in. <laughs> I can. I can. I can hear and I can visualize the sand on my toes in the salt air of the Epstein Island. Was he I'm about there. to crack it all open? <laughs> Oh, if only Matthew Perry was literally about to release a child trafficking documentary. Oh, if only. <laughs> but no, actually what happened was because after these people scream about vaccine deaths, uh, they do the next the next thing they do is they rush to the Q drops and they try to find a connection with uh, from the prophecies of Q to our world now. And what they found was the photo of Rachel Chandler with Bill Clinton on a plane that they think was Jeffrey Epstein's, but it wasn't. I forget the name of the billionaire whose plane it actually was, but it's not Epstein. And this cue drop reads, Epstein's plane. Who is she? That's Rachel Chandler. Follow friends. Friends lead to others. Open source. Cue. So people were like, Matthew Perry died. Follow friends. So people are like going into the show friends and trying to figure out who else was on the show, who are the guest stars, that Matthew Perry is a cog in the Epstein trafficking wheel that also implicates the Clintons. And now they can go after everybody that was based off that show. So Jennifer Anderson, you're next. You're in the crosshairs of QAnon. They're going to they're going to find your crimes. Honestly, this is not a joke. In terms of the content that we produce, the things you just said might be my favorite content that we have covered in like a year. Because it was like a thing happened that had absolutely nothing, clearly nothing to do with anything. A celebrity just passed away under circumstances that likely evolved a healthcare related issue due to years of substance abuse. And then we managed to get that to QAnon has a theory. Then we managed to get to a fucking Q drop that has enough of a point that I'm just like, dude, I can see why stupid people would buy this. 
that actually has a narrative to it. That Q drop actually kind of says a thing. I'm not saying it's right. It's obviously madness. But, like, I love that shit. I love it. It's just, like, you can look at that Q drop and just be like, oh, my God. He's actually trying to communicate a thing. He's literally just like, yo, these people on Epstein's plane, look at friends. Friends is the key. She's like, wow. <laughs> I miss that. I miss we're that about back. Q. Dude, <laughs> I, like, back when QAnon were people deciphering li- the, the text of their god king, it was so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I haven't seen them doing much more baking on the friends side of things because they've got so much uh, they've got so much on their plate from all the war in Israel and Palestine and all that stuff going on that the Matthew Perry stuff kind of kind of came and went, but for a moment there they were chewing on that bone. They were trying to find something. They were working on it. So, uh we'll see. I mean, this is the sort of thing that Everything that ever happens in our world doesn't actually go away. It just gets put back on the pile, and then they revisit it a couple of years later. So, it, it, like, this is this is a this is something that we'll, we're going to hear about it again. He's yeah, part and, of the and, and now. on that note, I'm going to segue to our next boost topic because the next boost topic features Q and our favorite Hillary Clinton. Is she dead? <laughs> yes. So, home improvement noise. <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, L is now actually grunting like Tim Allen does, and uh, and they can only they can only see the top half of my face because I'm like the neighbor from the show that I'm, I'm I'm obscured on our webcam. It's incredibly awkward and confusing, and I have to hold that little fence prop over half my face at all times. It's really weird. Who's uh, Haley though? <laughs> we, we we have a third co-host, Mike. Who's <laughs> Haley at Home Improvement? Um, I never saw it, so I'm just the humble is, watcher. Is Haley, is Haley our sensible Al Borland? <laughs> uh, well, she. Well, I was or the assist the assistant to Hal. I because they had like they had the female assistant on Tool Time, and they also had Tim's wife in re, in quote unquote real life. Yeah, but Haley has features independent of her being a woman. Uh, yeah, this is true. This is true. Is it I, true? I, I, am I am I a person? I I grant you personhood. Okay, but for the record, what just went down because you've never seen the show is that I gave you the best role in the show. Al Borland, yes. the most yes. sensible guy. He is the best. Everybody loves him. Yes. Mike was trying to give you his lady assistant. He's or like woman, Tim lady wife. <laughs> I'm dead. It's over. TKO in the first round. <laughs> okay, back on track. I'm gonna fucking brute force it. Hillary Clinton. Why do Why do we think Hillary Clinton is dead? Okay, so uh, basically, in 2016, if you remember this, when Hillary was in New York uh, campaigning for president and she was visiting the 9/11 memorial, Hillary fainted. And she was grabbed and put into her, yeah, she was put into her sedan by the Secret Service, whisked away to wherever she received medical treatment. And then she was back on her feet a little while later. And the, um, the, the official story that is obviously bullshit was that she had pneumonia and that she was overexerting herself. And that's why she passed out when that happened. Yeah, dude, that was like her Jordan flu game. Yes. So... 
This was, of course, just a thing that happened and no one cared about it or remembered it really later. But now QAnon is reinvestigating Hillary's uh, fainting spell in this event. And at this point, they are questioning if that was when Hillary was arrested by the White Hats for her numerous crimes or if this was uh, like some sort of incident where she was she uh, perished and then was replaced by a clone. And generally speaking right now, these uh, commentaries would indicate that the clone is somehow controlled by the White House. They're good. That basically, a Hillary puppet ran the rest of the campaign against Trump before she was defeated. And so uh, I've uh, seen a lot of people revisiting this. And one guy posted a video. It was like, Hillary Clinton, is she dead? Is she alive? And uh, Brian Cates, the guy who used to write for the Epoch Times. Okay, can, I, can I just put a pause in there for a second? Sure. Uh, opposition, stop giving your opponents cool names. Dark Brandon, <laughs> Hillary Clinton. These are cool names. You cannot give your opposition a cool name. Like, th- that is part of the secret spice. Like, if you watch wrestling, which you do, <laughs> you watch wrestling. So when you watch wrestling, there's a phenomena where the bad guys get popular and they get way more popular than the good guys. And you're just like, I'm rooting for the bad guy. Uh, yeah. But like, you don't want to do that to your opposition. So stop making it sound cool. Yeah. Oh man. Um yeah, you're you're face turning Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton. Don't do that. It's suboptimal for your goals. But um they did this they've done this thing now where they're working out this situation where Hillary got arrested earlier and I've seen one guy don't go down this rabbit hole where he was like, "So who ordered her to be arrested?" Because even in his tiny pea brain, he figured out that Obama was president when this happened. And it's like, was Obama under the control of the White Hats? And was he forced to arrest Hillary? How deep does it go down the rabbit hole? And what's really interesting about this is that we're almost creating a sort of reverse QAnon where, like, the first stage of these sort of campfire stories is religion, where you're like, okay, well, there's a God and he's a good guy and he likes everyone and he's making sure that good stuff happens. So the good guys are running everything because the all powerful guy that runs everything is good. And then conspiracy theories were like part two where they were like, actually bad people run everything and they're evil and they're bad. And now this guy is going to like the third layer, which is people run the world, but they're good. And it's like, that's not really a conspiracy theory. You're literally just saying that like the armies of Jesus are doing the good thing. You're just going back to religion. You're just it's like, we don't need QAnon. We have the Bible. We don't need this shit. You're adding a bunch of extra steps that are unnecessary and meaningless. Like, stop. The Illuminati shit is what sells. We need to know why uh, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen are like pedivores. We don't need to know why they're secretly controlled by the good guys. Well, there's always a category of people out there that want new characters introduced to their stuff. Just look at Catholicism. Like, if they stopped at the Bible, Catholicism wouldn't be a thing. They have, like, a gajillion characters. Yeah, you just have to keep making saints and, and prophets, and you just got to keep the story going. And that's... Catholicism that- is, like, the shonen of the gods of Abraham. Because it's got, like, all these characters where it's just, like regular person who's like got the shine that has to prove themselves through three tremendous deeds 
to be canonized and just be like, okay, guess what? From now on, principal cast member, baby, you're there. You you might not get a lot of screen time, but you're there, baby. You're Yamcha. Enjoy being Yamcha. You're Chao Su, baby. You are Chao Su. It's like, oh, because you know, being Chao Su, it gets you residuals. You don't have to be. You don't have to be the main character to get the residuals. That's what ma- you gotta get through a hundred episodes. That's all that matters. Just hit syndication. Boom, you're made. You're fucking made. Uh, so, <laughs> and, and the other thing about this that makes me laugh is that like this is literal heresy for QAnon because the first two Q drops are Hillary's getting arrested now. So you can't have Hillary get arrested a she year got, before. It was an escape thing. They didn't get into that. This is. <laughs> that'll come later it's like star wars how it's kind of out of order we'll get that info later yeah oh yeah yeah they'll they'll, they'll redcon they'll redcon what happened <laughs> yeah we're gonna see that hillary clinton's got a full body tattoo that's a map of gitmo <laughs> <laughs> oh man I'm, I'm, i can't wait until jim watkins like sells the qip to somebody in mid 2024 for the 2024 campaign and the new writer is just fucking throwing hot hot heat they're just going fucking bat shit just throwing everything at the wall do it mike oh it's, it's, if jim if jim watkins wants to cut me the check <laughs> i will write q drops i will sell out the most brutal way possible no problem <laughs> just ruin america more yeah, just, just, I'll, just, uh, <laughs> hey, hey i Low six figures, I will end America. No, no <laughs> harm, no foul. If, I mean, of course, once I have the QIP, I'll then be like, hey, good person, give me more money and I will stop doing this. So, I mean, I, I will leverage Q both ways. I will absolutely, I'll play both sides. That's how I always win, which is a meme I see of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which means I hate the, 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 the true wombo combo is at some point you wash your hands of it and then you uh, sell your story to like book and movies and stuff. Right, exactly. And then, yeah. like, hey man, now I'm selling my life story, which is like mine. Like it couldn't be more mine to sell. So fuck you guys. <laughs> and they're like, but part of your life story is like leveraging uh, your fame to do a bunch of damage. You're a horrible monster. And you're like, buddy, it's my story. <laughs> Hey, Glenn, Glenn Beck did that like six months of being sorry for being a right-wing nut, and then he found he couldn't make any money off of it, so he just went back to being a right-wing nut. I can I can apologize for being Q for a few months. The mainstream media will have my back. It'll be okay. I'll get to go on Samantha B's show and just, like cry. It'll be great. It'll work out. Don't worry. For 20 25%, I'll forgive you. <laughs> Thank uh... you. No, no problem. <laughs> I'll, I'll cut you that check. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're on a roll talking about classic QAnon, so I have high hopes for this next Boosh topic. I don't know what it could possibly mean, though. QAnon Holy Week. Yes. Uh, what the fuck does that mean? It sounds pretty awesome. Not uh, lie. So, uh, October 28th was the sixth anniversary, or as Q calls it, Delta, of Q Drop 1. So we are currently living through the first week of QAnon where it was exciting and Hillary was arrested and we were about to arrest John Podesta and Huma Abedin. So what does this mean? The like tribulation started or whatever? Yeah, basically, basically. I actually had a guy on my timeline on Twitter talk about how 
it, oh, it, he actually engaged with me, but I, well, the, the thing I read from him was where he was just like, yeah, my dad just watches the CNN, so we don't talk anymore, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm really hoping this week is going to like like open his eyes when everything happens. So this guy was really hoping that the six-year delta was going to be the big payoff, that all those cue drops that were written about shit happening in that moment were actually designed to happen six years later, and that like on November 3rd this year, Biden is going to be cuffed and stuffed. And as some people in QAnon have pointed out, this is the first time since the original Q drops that the calendar actually overlays the way it did back then. Like this is the first time when October 28th was what, uh, so I know October 31st was like a Tuesday. So basically this is the first time the calendar actually correctly replicates when Q was posting. So now they're hoping that like the Delta setup is right. And this Friday and Saturday will be the big payoff. And- Are the stars aligned also? Because that's important. I don't know if Mercury is in retrograde or not. We will okay. have to look into that. We will have to inspect that. But yes, well, but if it doesn't work out, I hear next time around it the stars have to be aligned correctly. So maybe right, they'll get it right. Maybe it'll be lucky number seven. Maybe it'll be lucky <laughs> yeah. seven. Lucky seven year Delta. I've next- never been more disappointed that Q is so far into the alphabet. It's going to take us like another like ten years or whatever to get to whatever number Q is supposed to be seventeen. Q, yeah, <laughs> oh, Mike, Mike already knew. He's like, bam, snap, seventeen. And oh, I figured it out. oh, trust, yeah. trust, trust me. Q, QAnon is obsessed with the number seventeen <laughs> in a way that is bizarre and horrifying. Uh, Dan Scavino, Trump's little uh, Q whisperer piece of shit minion, he literally uh, curates his uh, Twitter feed. So that he has exactly 1.7 million followers to make sure that he can give that little shout out to QAnon. Because I actually saw some QAnon follower being like, look at Dan Scavino's Twitter feed. How is it possible he has 1.7 million followers? It's like he bought enough followers to get the 1.7 million and then he stopped. That's how. It's not hard. It really isn't. He could have shelled out a little extra and got up to 1.788 million. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, Elon's going to so allow us to do that in the future. So many people are going to have 14.88 million oh, followers. Oh, buddy, the shit I've been seeing is like, okay. Dude, 17, 14, 88, fucking, I mean, pick pick, pick a couple. Of, like, that's too many. Where are you getting to too many numbers? Like, you have so many. <laughs> and then you get to the Kibachi thing, and it's just like, dude, get out of here with all these fucking numbers. Nobody Where's likes a math. Dark place? Nobody <laughs> wants math in their religion. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> i'm already pissed at like i remember as a kid already being pissed off uh when they were just like turn to luke and then they get they would give me two numbers i, I i'd be like they're like coordinates like what is this a fucking map? you have to know where luke is and it's give like come on number. man the book just give me the fucking page number just turn turn to page 129 in your bible they'd be like oh sweet you know like yeah. you're providing the bible you get to choose what page it's on i don't know that was yep. like part of Bible study was like you have to learn the chapters in order because you got to know how to flip to them oh, quickly. For re- like, oh, man, for real. I love we, wasting time. We had a, so it, when I was when at, there's uh, numbers in this book, we can just do that. Southern Baptist Church is a wee boy. Uh, they used to bring us at the end. They would bring us into like you know the the altar area or whatever. But they had a big fucking treasure chest in the middle. And it would be open. It would be overflowing with these like cheap little toys. Uh, and then we knew it was. 
Bible race time. So we would all fill in the pews. We all load up our Bibles. And then the guy who was doing the event would get up there and he would tell us to turn to whatever. And it was, it was a fucking race. And if you're the first person to get there and get your hand up, he had asked you to recite the passage. And if you were correct, you got to triumphantly walk up to the treasure chest in front of literally God and everybody and claim your prize. It was the sweetest part of Baptist church for sure. <laughs> but they were really trying to reach the youth, man. They had like puppet shows with like really high grade puppets, like Muppet grade puppets. Uh, and then the, their their Easter was insane. Like I remember, I think the last year I went, it must have been 1994. Because one of the kids I knew found one of the plastic Easter eggs, and he got a PlayStation for his Easter egg hunt. They were giving away, like, bikes and, like, trips to places and shit. Like, this place had money and wanted (laughs) kids to love Baptist God. They were just like, we will fucking bribe you. you. Like, we will straight up. I came back from one of, like, my, like, events there with, like, four wooden dinosaur models and, like, a couple of different, like, smaller toys. It was just, like, I was like, (laughs) man, this fucking church shit's all right. (laughs) I like this model more where they bribe you instead of asking you for your money constantly. Right. (laughs) Well, they they bribe the children, then they make the parents tithe. That's that's how the operation works. Yes. True. True. Your tithe money is just going right back to those toys. So shout out to any (laughs) listeners who had like a similar weird church bribe experience. I'm sure there are a lot of churches out there getting the job done by way of just making it rain gifts on people. (laughs) But yeah, my church experience for being a little kid in a incredibly Christian church, uh, pretty nice, actually. (laughs) Anyway, it's time for our last boost topic, our recurring last boost topic of every week. We're going to touch in with our, our good friend Haley. For the descent that what, what the, to, this week I've called the Arizona descent into madness recap mm-hmm. because uh, it's always popping off in Arizona and God do we love it so I'll, I'll let you take it away from here Haley what's going on in Arizona this week um alrighty so uh, you guys ever hear of a little holiday called Halloween uh, QAnon very much hates that holiday I saw a lot of people posting about how don't let your kids do Halloween it is satanic and bad you need to stop it. They actually tried to get – they got a bot army to get the hashtag end Halloween going a little. It was it was really sad. It was <laughs> really tragic. The, yeah, that that's this story's energy, hashtag end Halloween. Um, there was a teacher at a high school here in Arizona in, in Mesa, which is like a little bit outside of Phoenix, um, who decided to get a little spooky with it and uh, dressed up – the the week leading up to Halloween, he and I say dressed up very 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 loosely because it's I, I uh, mean, he's he's not in a biblically accurate the devil costume. <laughs> you guys, all, I sent I sent you both the picture because I had to show you guys just how. Oh, I did. Is that not what Christian Devil's supposed to look like? Low rent. <laughs> it's like this guy just put on like the tiniest little cheap plastic horns that he got at like the 99 cent store. You can barely see them and had like a really cheap plastic pitchfork also dollar and, bin. And the, pitch, <laughs> and the pitchfork looked a lot like the Arizona State pitchfork. It didn't look like a traditional like devil pitchfork. It looked more like the Sun Devil branded version. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise. Maybe, maybe he's just a farmer. otherwise he was just in his regular outfit like a a, a polo and some slacks (laughs) just normal guy um i mean he it's very it's incredibly tame like i mean there's no other word for it it's the tamest thing um but there's a there's a 
there's a very far right parent that goes to the school the this guy's school um who has ran for mesa school board before and he's just constantly trying to get in the news being like the most sensational dickbag possible like he tried to make a big deal when some of the mesa schools were changing their name just to be more descriptive if it was like oh this school deals in you know like aerospace so it it just was like the school's name and then had aerospace added at the end like just more descriptive of what the school is and he tried to make it like a a woke in like they're changing our schools to be woke kind of thing just to get on the news he's always going to school board meetings being like super loud and obnoxious just to kind of make the news and yeah he ran for school board last year and had all the best endorsements gosar Paul Gosar endorsed him. Wendy Rogers, um, this dead—he's dead now. But Russell Pierce—he's like kind of this old white supremacist lawmaker we had. But anyway, I do, I do enjoy that this guy wasn't being subtle about his school board run. He wasn't trying to stealth his way into that seat. He's just like, <laughs> "Nope, I'm running, and if you elect me, I am going to fuck shit up. Yeah. I'm an absolute total scumbag." So I think he wants to run again, and he's just kind of like again causing drama at the school that his kid attends um and he got a photo his he got a photo of the guy in the devil costume and immediately sent it to libs of tiktok um and the teacher's gay so the so the chris hamlet that's the 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 dad who is raising a stink um he was like this openly homosexual teacher uh, dressed like a demon, uh, Miss Chaya Raychek, aka Libs of TikTok. So she posted it, obviously, and was like, "This teacher dressed up like a demon," and her like Twitter account followers are like what, like two million at this point. Um, and they just like, uh, you know, called the school. There was like a bunch of petitions, like with his info, like the school info, to like call the school to get him in trouble and turning point usa also like got a hold of it and yeah he actually got put on administrative leave for the costume while they investigate it um because because that's he's like an award-winning teacher he teaches like ap calculus i saw these articles on him that were like students who went on to win scholarships for math like who wins most scholarships for math and they were like thanking him for being like a great teacher and it's like this dick bag chris hamlet is like get he got this guy put on administrative leave to like protect the kids and it's like well now they don't have a fucking teacher (laughs) and and i well uh let me let me play devil's advocate for here for just a moment and ask just an honest question is there a chance that being crushed by the weight of these call-in libs of tiktok nonsense spewers put them in a situation where they're just like okay put this guy on administrative leave hopefully that will placate them he's not actually fired so there was there placated we could quietly just reinstate it i guess we'll see how it plays out huh yeah uh, mostly and like you know one would imagine that they would make that play only because they were backed into a corner and they want to do the right thing but i think more pragmatically that would be the play they would want to do to avoid the obvious lawsuit that follows them actually terminating him over this yeah that guy should definitely sue 
if he gets fired. Yeah, because if he gets terminated, he could just be like, oh, well, they obviously terminated me because I'm openly gay. And they're going to have a very hard... Because if he's just like, they fired me because of the double costume, then they could probably point to some dumb policy. But oh, if yeah. he's just like, they fired me because I'm gay, well, they can't point to a policy that says we fire gays because that's illegal. So, Yeah, exactly. That's why uh, you, you weaponize the satanic panic thing. It's very funny watching the news kind of... They're, like a local news station actually did a actual like you know news segment like TV segment on it, and they were like, "It's unclear why the teacher dressed like Satan," and it's like probably because it's fucking Halloween. And yeah, it- it's Halloween, and if it had a mascot, there's like ten contenders, and the devil's one of them. And a lot of them are like kind of erasing the context again that it was hollow. It's Halloween, and they're like, "Teacher dresses like Satan." And and tells children to hail Satan in classroom, and it's like he he was just dressed like a devil and playing around. And, um, and and I and I really don't think that we're explaining how low rent, low effort, nothing this costume was. This is the yeah, 99- no cape, no tail, no, just like two two little horns on like a on like a band that you can barely <laughs> see. I actually had to squint and enhance the photo to see the horns on the grainy photo. And then, like, a very obviously cheap and plastic devil pitchfork. That's, like, more elaborate in the, like, trident horn areas than it needs to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. But otherwise, it's incredibly cheap and crappy. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. It's very terrible. Like, like the, the, this this guy spent less than five bucks for all his accoutrements. To, and like, he having... stopped into the convenience store to get coffee in the morning, and they had, like, devil costume for four ninety nine at the counter at the convenience store. And he was just like, oh, it's Halloween. I'll get this right. devil costume. You very right. rarely see gas station Halloween costumes, but I know. But well, if there were one, hypothetically, it would be this one, and it would cost four ninety nine. Right. <laughs> like th- this is this is literally that guy that is on the island between two highways selling flowers to people. So just in case you need to buy flowers, you can just do that. This is that guy on that island divider, like giving away like like spirit Halloween junk to people who forgot to buy costumes ahead of time. And you're just like, oh crap, do, do you have a devil over there? He's like, yeah, five dollars. And you're like, boom, nailed it. Now I'm the devil. Score. Now Halloween is saved, kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like if you found a pachinko machine that somehow still only cost fifty cents, but spat out a crappy gift that was like in like a three foot cubed egg yeah. that you, you cracked it open you're like ah sweet terrible plastic <laughs> devil <laughs> devil trident and horns yes <laughs> okay enough talking about how crappy the costume is uh we is love satanic else? panic uh no i do like that he this is a i think it's funny because a school board teacher who has a gab account a gab account like okay calm down um and uh, he tried to like get this going a couple times on Gab, and like the most he got was six shares on there. So it's like, and he was just like, Twitter's clearly the place for the the hate mob, I guess. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I guess he was right, but if it, but if it failed, he could always use his grinder account. You know, he's got one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, well, thank you, Haley, for Happy telling us. Panic. Yes, happy satanic panic to you too. Oh Dude, God! W- yes. Wait until D and D makes it to Arizona. You people are going to lose your fucking minds. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move into our uh, headline news segment for the week. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. 
So as we broke while we were recording last week, uh, the the folks have a new speaker of the house, and uh, that that is who Mike Johnson is, right? I'm not getting this wrong. Yes, you, you mm-hmm. nailed it. I nailed it because I'm such a I'm such a strong I'm such a strong normal boy. guy. Mike Just a strong, Johnson. normal, laid back, 21st century conservative Nosferatu. Uh, yes. Anyway, uh, he's Mike Johnson, and it turns out that he's got some skeletons in his closet. Uh, and by skeletons, I mean a whole lot of incredibly predictable uh, white nationalist bullshit, amongst uh, other things. So uh, I'll toss it over to Mike to run down the, the sheet of the, what makes this guy a monster. I, I have him written here as Mike the Lunatic Johnson, which would be his boxing name. Yes, uh, Mike the Lunatic Johnson. Is that wrestling name? Uh, I think there's too many the lunatics in wrestling. Okay. He would, he, he would need uh, to we, stand up. We could also go for we could switch the positions of it and call him Crazy Mike Johnson if you'd like. <laughs> yes, yes, we could. Absolutely, we could do such a thing. Man, that is such a creative nickname, Crazy Mike. Boy, Crazy Mike. <laughs> yes. So, uh, our boy Mike Johnson, uh, on top of being uh, the new speaker of the house, is apparently a young Earth creationist who thinks that dinosaurs and man intermingled with each other back in the day, and that they were on, they were on Noah's Ark, which is a That's thing. So cool. he- which is a thing that he thinks is also real. I, I love the people who are just like, the, dude, people and dinosaurs were together. And, and also, Noah, he saved them dinosaurs. It's just like, well, then where the fuck are they now? What the fuck happened to the dinosaurs? It was 3,000 years ago. People were writing stuff down by then. Did anybody write down what the fuck happened to the dinosaurs? <laughs> there was a very tragic virus on Noah's Ark that killed all the dinosaurs exclusively. Just <laughs> There was a reverse flood, and it, it, it flooded the skies above human head level. It only killed all the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, so he's he has all that stuff going for him. He is aggressively against uh, LGBTQ plus people. He pretty much wants to criminalize all non-heterosexual sex and probably also any form of sodomy. Yeah, he worked for, he was a lawyer for like 10 years for Alliance Defending Freedom, which is a Arizona-based like legal giant that is basically responsible for like a lot of the reproductive rights getting curbed back, including Roe, and also a lot of the anti-LGBT stuff that's like kind of actively going on. So yeah. he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like that Haley was hard in the ASMR voice there at the end, and then she realized it, so she yelled, he sucks, to just pull you out, because okay. you were getting you were getting the tingle, you were feeling it, and then she just, bam! Yeah, if you, you thought this was chill fascism, you're wrong. No, she <laughs> gave you the pop at the end there to jolt you out of that state that she put, put you into previously. Um, I, 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 I'm going to, cl- like, I'm not planning on writing any punk music, <laughs> but if I were planning on writing some punk music, I would totally isolate you thought this was chill fascism. You're wrong. <laughs> and, I put, and I would put that as the intro to some sweet song. <laughs> you thought this was chill fascism. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, damn. We're going to fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he had, so this guy is an extreme right wing nut on all the social issues. His first, uh, his first try to be a big boy and write a bill that would actually pass uh, the House and then the Senate and then get old President John Biden to put his Joey Bides to put his John Hancock on it. 
Um, his first attempt at a bill is so fucking bad that literally everyone is laughing at him because he is tethering aid to Israel to be tied to massive cuts to the IRS, which everyone's looking at him and is like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Um, that doesn't seem to be flying very well. It will like, so basically he's holding Israeli aid hostage and he's going to hold Ukrainian aid hostage. This guy is just going to step on an, an innumerate number of rakes. And he is also being exposed to a lot more sunlight than I think he ever thought he was going to be exposed to. Like literally as we were sitting down, I checked an article on the daily beast that says they've been digging into him and the man seems to have no assets. He does not have a bank account in his name, according to what they saw. And they don't think that's actually true, but the actual like letter of the law is you don't have to disclose your bank accounts in, in congressional uh, income reports if your bank account never got over $5,000 in it in savings. So this guy is basically broke with no assets and is a nut, which... I'm not saying I'm not going to be like pro rich politician here, but if this guy's literally living by his like, like just hand to mouth, paycheck to paycheck, that's exactly how some rich group of assholes can be like, Hey, Mike Johnson, would you like to do what you're told in exchange for piles of infinite cash? I mean, exactly like, how Mike Rain sold out and started making Q drops. Yes, it is. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. This is, I, 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 I mean, again, Jim Watkins, you've got nothing going for you. Like karma sends me videos of you and you are looking rough, rough, my friend. <laughs> you, you need something to turn your fortunes around. And I'm here. I'm your boy. I know the lore. I can write that shit. I'll sign an NDA. I'll deny, I'll plausibly deny some shit. I, I can, I can lift eight coot up to shittiness. It'll be great. I can I can watch QAnon be all excited about my drops. I'm like, oh my god, these new drops are so good. They pop so hard. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm giving you idiots what you want, you morons. And now Jim Watkins has to pay me a bonus. Boom. Give me more money, Jim. That's right. Like, fucking make it rain. Bam. Mike rains. Making it rains with Q drops. Perfect. <laughs> I'm, glad that, I'm glad that Mike is taking the burden of being the one of us who's thirsty for cash off of my plate this week. He's really thirsty for cash this week. I didn't have it in me this week. <laughs> Halloween took it out of me. I was just like, I I can't pretend to be a sellout this week. It's just not in me. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take the money if you want to give it, but I'm not begging for it. Yeah. Now our sponsor from Liquid Death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Liquid Death. You know, folks, if you just want to drink some regular ass water out of a can, well, then I have a product for you. <laughs> Do you want to drink water out of a can? Liquid Death water in a can. Who would have thought? What's it? in it? It's fucking water. water. Why would you drink it? Because you're fucking thirsty. <laughs> it's got a crazy name. It sounds cooler than it is. It's water. Fucking water. I have to imagine that this ad read for Liquid Death is better than whatever they're doing. <laughs> we whenever are not I look at their, whenever I look at Death, everybody. No, for, this is not a paid sponsorship. <laughs> we do not I'm, have I'm, money. I'm about to criticize them in a way that makes that very clear. Whenever I see their marketing, I, I kind of understand why it worked. But I also, like, it reminds me of the like marketed exclusively for men demographic from like the early 2000s like like man show targeted at men where it's just like 
Hey, pussy, drink this fucking water. Boom. Look what dead. It's fucking water for men. Ugh. And I'm just like, God, that, that still scratches so much of an itch that they are just worth. They're just such a huge company now. I do appreciate what they're doing. And I do not hate water. Certainly, that would be a weird stance to take uh, being anti-water. So I don't begrudge them their success. But I will say that to me, I equate their type of marketing with a very foul type of marketing that stings my nose. <laughs> hard to be mad at water in a can though <laughs> unless you thought it was booze when you bought it which i'm sure happens to a lot of people everybody get a reusable and just fill it up i'd rather die than reuse a bottle i'm gonna kill the planet the point you gotta get a metal one like this a bubba no get a i get bubba. the dual i get the dual layer Look water bottles because the insulation in between the two layers of plastic uh really keeps the water slightly colder and then i throw it directly into the garbage this thing stays ice cold <laughs> Uh no, I I just don't drink as much water as I should. Maybe I should get on liquid death. How much is how much is a six pack of those? Oh, just kidding. I'll drink tap water. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I just love that. I just love the idea of like water being branded aggressively. It's like I, I, all I want for my water is large, like drink water I, pussy, right? <laughs> I, yeah, drink water, you stupid asshole. Like, uh, what, what I'm waiting for is the water that gets you laid. Like, drink this water and women will find you attractive. It's like, oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> it's that's water. Smart you water. Yeah, it, introducing Riz water. Yes, Riz water. That's <laughs> it. Boom. Boom. Oh, my God. That's it. We've we've nailed it. We, we clear, clear the market out. We, we've done it. We can lie and say that it's got pheromones in it. That make, that's just like the, <laughs> you just I, walk. See, that, 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 that's how you get into legal trouble. You don't say <laughs> shit. You can imply a lot of stuff, though. Yes. Anyway, uh, we're, we're wildly off topic. Are we done talking about Mike Johnson? He, I mean, he's a piece of shit that, that's wearing like human skin. It's not going to be good. It's, the horrible it's part sick. is that he literally just got elected to the position successfully. Right. Because he is just capable of wearing a human mask. He, so, he, many, so many of these people are incapable of actually just like not saying the quiet parts loud that the one guy who's still capable of saying, again, a tremendous amount of horrible shit, but just quietly, you know, he's not out there screaming it. He's just like, see, he's like, you have to dig into him slightly. It's not all that hard, but you do have to look into him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was enough. He just, right. Right, he just got there. And now this guy's the speaker of the fucking house. Right. And like this guy, like, if you're Jim Jordan, you're just like, what the fuck? Like, and it's like, sorry, Jim, you actually covered up for a guy that was molesting wrestlers in Ohio State for literally forever. Like. That was the bar you had to, that was the low, low bar you had to clear was not being party to a massive sexual assault campaign and also not being so openly stupid in public that people know who you are. And they're like, oh, that's that idiot who doesn't wear his suit jacket and yells a lot and covered up molestation. Yeah, so it's just congratulations, Republicans. This is your big win. Your yeah, big win. Because this guy's real big. They should be Mike the Who? John. Yes, yes. Nobody knew who this guy was until he was suddenly the House Speaker. And yes. then all the people who did know who he was ahead of time were just like, no, you don't understand. So they greet his people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the, uh, tying this back to our show, as it were, um, 
the one last thing was when this guy got elected, people immediately saw the aggressive uh, conservatism. They were like, oh, this is great. And then they saw that his first bill was aid for Israel. And they're like, oh, this fucking sellout. And now they're seeing that the Israel, the Israel aid bill has a bunch of poison pills in it. They're back to loving him again. So uh, basically, he's just going to be on this this massive teeter-totter. And when eventually he breaks down and somehow passes uh, the Israeli funding, uh, he'll be back to being a glo- an evil globalist shill. So uh, enjoy your honeymoon with QAnon, Mike. It's not going to last very long. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely bonkers stuff. Just can't, can't, can't get enough of these sweet, sweet conservative doofuses. I mean, at least, at least they, like, shitty though the cog is, in theory, they technically found a cog that will allow their machine to start working again. But, uh, after like two months of nothing. So I guess it is a big win for them, but it's a tremendous loss for humanity at large, which again, they don't care about. Uh, moving on, uh, speaking of tremendous losses, uh, for humanity at large. Uh, another day in America, another tremendous mass shooting incident, this time in Maine. Uh, a killer already uh, dead of a self-inflicted uh, unaliving. So that's great, great stuff there. Uh, but not before taking a bunch of life needlessly. And of course, whenever something like this happens, uh, the, the, sh- the, the people that we cover, shitty though they are, uh, have opinions on it. So let's talk about the main killing shooter and a return to a familiar topic for uh, fans of the show. Another day in America. Yeah, just just a regular for for Bison. It was Tuesday. Let's talk about MK Ultra. Honestly, Mike. was this like big news by you guys? Because like it, it was kind of just like a blip on the radar over here, which I felt was a little bit wild, given that it was like one of the top ten most like it was a big news story on the east coast for as long as it took for them to confirm that the shooter was dead and then it went away literally overnight like like it was just it became about like you know honoring the dead or whatever but like it was just like okay we found out where he went and hid and as far as we could tell like he got there that pretty shortly after he got there he was like well that's it for me and checked out it was so, just out of the news cycle so quick i was like it's just just this that's pretty wild that we're just at that point <laughs> yeah i mean that, that's how it works our nation is so big that like outside of the threat radius like when one of these people is still out there like on the loose or whatever like outside of the threat radius a lot of the times it's just like oh there was a school shooting in that state yesterday what i didn't hear about that yeah which is insane could you imagine any other nation in the world just being like we didn't hear about that school shooting? get the fuck out of here <laughs> Yeah, like, because around here, it was crazy news because we basically had, like, a, a giant section of a state under lockdown for basically two days as they were trying to confirm that this guy was no longer a threat, which, and because people were talking about it at my at, at my work I, I was listening to people talk about this guy like he was rambo like they were like this guy was like hiding in the woods and he's like a military trained he's like the most de- the most deadly hunter alive like we're all in so much trouble and then uh it was just it was like thankfully the the threat was over when they found out that he he killed himself but yeah just that paralysis for those couple of days when we didn't know what his status was, was like, that was what was really interesting. It was like after the marathon bombing, when Boston just literally shut down for a day because they were trying to find those two guys. And it was just, it was like that kind of weirdness. And that was what was driving the news mostly was the the, the threat of the threat of this continuing. And then once it wasn't going to continue, just moving along. Cause this is America. Just, like a dozen, dozens of people get killed all the time by like lunatics of guns, and that's just the way this works. 
Great. But also, for, for the record, I mean, when I when it did get bumped, like for the news that I was looking at, it got bumped to go back to covering the fucking Israel Palestine like insanity. So it was just like it wasn't like getting bumped to just be like, and now a dog with a bone. It was like, <laughs> right and now. Genocidal war atrocities. Yeah, like everyone's favorite two players. And it was just like, okay, uh... it's just it, it is just wild how it just just the, 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 the I don't know. It was just weird. I was like, isn't it like kind of like something that should be in the news cycle a bit longer? But I mean, especially for and I, I hate to frame it like this, but I mean, it's just the ghoulest world that we live in. Especially because like the body count for this one was fairly high. Because mm-hmm. the the guy was trained, he went in there with a weapon. Nobody was suspecting it. A lot of them were actually deaf, so he ended up killing a lot of people. And it did just like it just sort of went away immediately as soon as the threat of him killing more people went away. And it's just like yikes! That was that. That feels real bad. Yeah, but that's Pr- not what we're supposed to be talking about. Prices on my end. Back to the rest of the news. <laughs> I think <laughs> you know? we're supposed to be talking about MK Ultra. Oh yeah, which right. Is, I'm which so is so sorry. much more fun than actually Thoughts talking the about victims. this guy. Get to the silly. Yeah. No. So I don't know how much we've actually covered MK Ultra on the non uh, like premium content shows because MK Ultra. Uh, we, we talked about it a few times during the the original Q Drop stuff. Certainly, right. Uh, Probably, but I mean, I just I, this is kind of like a refresher course anyway. So if, it, if for those of you who don't exactly know what MK Ultra is, both in reality and in QAnon world, in reality, MK Ultra was uh, the CIA freaked out about the idea that the KGB and the Soviet Union was going to be able to unlock the powers of the human mind, and that the Russians were going to have telepaths. They were going to have people that could literally use their minds as weapons of war. And as a result, they decided for me to ask this question here. Were they trying to do that? Uh, I don't really, there's really not a lot of information about a Soviet version of MK ultra. And if the Soviets actually did do this stuff, if, if, if that like literature is out there and that there is a knowledge Um, of, have you seen stranger things? (laughs) Yeah, also for the record, I mean, it is nice to tell people what MK Ultra is, but I was thinking, I was just like, Mike, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have seen Stranger Things. They do talk about MK Ultra. Okay, yeah. So, like, original MK Ultra was just this idea. And so we had to create our own psychics to defeat the Soviet psychics that were coming for us. So that was the noble intent of this. What actually ended up happening was mostly people were hitting each other with LSD and fucking each other up. And it was this giant mess of a situation where people were getting drugged and screwed up and they were being drugged about their consent, which was really not fucking cool. And all of that stuff happened. And then eventually in the 1970s in the congressional church committee, the existence of MK ultra came out and uh, Gerald Ford, uh, the president at the time signed an executive order making it totally fucking illegal for the government to drug people without their consent. And that is the reality of MK Ultra. Also Stranger Things, also the men who stare at goats, all that kind of stuff. Uh, QAnon MK Ultra is that the program never ended, that the program was actually incredibly successful, and that the program creates sleeper agents that can be triggered by a handler to then go out and commit a mass shooting. And this is done by the deep state in order to 
Um, in order to push for gun control laws, even though this has never worked for the past million years in all of our mass shootings, the deep state, stupid morons that they are, continue to launch these mass shootings to try to get gun regulations pushed forward. You would think the deep state would try a different tactic to get their gun regulation agenda achieved. But no, it's just more mass shootings all the time and then Congress refusing to act. It's great. It's it's very successful. One might think this is all bullshit that these people made up in order to hand wave away the tragedy of mass shootings. But uh, you'd be wrong because uh, they're totally right about all of this. Man, what an elaborate, what an elaborate and clever and tricky way to use your psychic, your undetectable psychic sleeper agents. Yes. I'm sure there's certainly no other way you could pass legislation through if you could just train a person <laughs> for birth to be a psychic sleeper agent. Right. You couldn't possibly just have everyone in Congress be a, a psychic sleeper agent that's under the control of the group of people that have done this. No, you you just create hundreds, if not thousands, of wannabe mass shooters and then just unleash them whenever you feel like it. And that's just how this works. Um, taking this a step further... QAnon has also now created a a narrative beyond this where pretty much anyone involved in mental health is part of this MK Ultra operation because what us normal people see when they read these stories is mentally troubled guy with a lot of guns gets therapy therapy doesn't work they go on a murder spree what what QAnon sees and what they believe is the, the truth is Guy goes to see a therapist. Therapist is like, hey, guy, do you have a lot of guns? And the guy's like, yes. And then he's like, what's your name? And they're like, uh, Bob Smith. And then the therapist punches him up on the on the sheet of the database. They're like, oh, shit, this guy's one of our MK Ultra sleepers. And your code word is Green Zebra Balloon. Got it. Boom. Green Zebra Balloon. Go shoot up a school. And the guy's like, Bleh. And just walks off and goes commit a murder. Oh yeah, spree. the Winter Soldier. Everybody loves a Winter Soldiering. Yes, exactly. That's that's basically what. Like, pretty much now, um, that's one of the buzzwords they look for in uh, stories about mass shootings. Is that if the mass shooter saw a therapist within the last six months, boom, that's when they got the code words. That's when they were triggered. That's when they were told to commit the shooting, and so. Like MK Ultra has gone from just being a government operation to literally the entire mental health industry in the world is now part of this plot to uh, create to activate sleeper agents to commit mass shootings. Yeah, and it certainly couldn't be somebody with like a mental health issue that they like haven't gotten treated to the point where they're sort of in free fall, and then they finally decide to seek help. And it's too late because they're like, there's only so much of there's only so much a medical professional can do at that point. You know what I mean? So it's like it like it seems like if they had just like maybe a little bit earlier with that treatment for whatever issues were plaguing them could have avoided all of this. But by the time they got there, they were just like, you know, hearing voices and stuff or whatever. It's just like that they, they had their sessions and then it was just like, you know, actually, I feel like I have a better way to get rid of the voices. Thanks. I'm going to take care of this myself. Oh, that is, oh, the voices, that's another thing that QAnon is very much convinced is part of this programming. They're convinced that schizophrenia and audio delusions are part of a government program, part of MKUltra, where they can actually beam the voices into your head. The government is doing this to you. The voices in your head are real. They're controlled by the government. They're using them to drive you mad. Uh, there, there's like technology, they call it the voice of God. 
There's uh, some videos from the 1970s where like these college professors have, they, the thing is these college professors, they have these like very large setups and they can rig things. And if they do everything exactly right, they can, they're like, now I'm going to turn this thing on. You're going to hear something inside your, like your head and they can like make this massive elaborate setup, like hit your ears in a way where it's very weird and disquieting. But, uh, it, the way they make it work now is like you literally be walking down the street and, the, and your your handler can just boom put a voice in your head and you're just now. I mean, going to be nuts. fair, kind of they're not wrong. There there is ways to do like directional sound wave stuff. Like vending machines can use it in Japan. Like and it you know focuses. I've seen uh, video game machines that do it too. Like that that they use engineering and, and techniques to sort of funnel where the sound goes so you can be playing a game that relies on sound surrounded by a bunch of noisy ass machine like other machines so yeah there's technology that lets you sort of like like you know you could tr- you could trick somebody to think that maybe they're like hallucinating a a, a a voice or whatever but again what a fucking waste of that tech that like if you're using that to try to take over the world certainly there's better ways to do it Make the president of the United States go insane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. In, instead of mass shootings that achieve nothing, get no legislation passed, and only harden the resolve of lunatics who love guns, just turn your voices, Ray, on onto Donald Trump and turn him into a flaming lib. Just hit him with the voice, and then Trump's just like, oh, I'm actually talking to God, and God wants me to take care of the environment. And stop bothering gay people. Okay, God, you got it. And right, and or I mean, and again, co- comedy podcast. Not suggesting doing anything. Just a hypothetical. Spitball in the situation here. It's like writing a short story. Don't come at me for this. But with just combine the two ideas. If you think that like the it's the fucking liberal deep state agenda that wants to take away your guns, don't you think a real effective way to do that would be to have somebody like that's already a member of Congress like get activated? pull out a machine gun, waste a bunch of conservative lawmakers, and then have everybody make it a big discussion about whether or not we should look at guns. Because somebody just... It'd be like the Capitol Massacre was like a big turning point in our gun legislation. Because, man, they killed 40 different Republican like senators that day, and it was <laughs> wild. Like, you know, that seems like it would be a lot more effective than just having these people like activate and go into a Walmart and kill some kids. That's not doing anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's... If the why are the bad guys that are controlling our world so ineffective at controlling our world? That is the problem with your dumb story. Your story needs to have smarter villains that actually get their achieve their victories. Instead, your story is about how we're winning but we're losing and the world's in perpetual stalemate because the patriots have some levers of power, but the deep state's got other levers of power. But Arkle Bargle, it's just like no, like. One side wins and it's just over. Just, just like fucking clear this shit out. Like I, uh, was, just, we were having this conversation back when uh, Joe Biden was a hologram, and it was really. Uh, I, I always want to say it was James Con, but I don't think that was the actor. Which, which uh, actor was it? J- J- James Woods was the guy. James Woods. Them. That was it. Yeah, where's James Woods in like a Mission Impossible style super mask? And it's just like, again, like at least then the technology was being aimed at the right guy. You were using your hologram technology to like make a hologram clone of the president. Or right, faking exactly. the president, but in right. this, in, like the MK Ultra stuff, it's just like, yeah, it's a global. It's a really subtle global program, man. You know, like we do a lot of stuff. We pay off a lot of people. No one's ever talking because we're very good at our job, and everybody really likes us. It's like, 
Again, it's like the flat earth theory. Everyone's in on it for reasons that we just can't explain. Like, right. Like someone, I, I forget where I saw this, but someone was just mentioning, why would Russia and China, who fucking hate us, be in with us on flat earth? Why Why is Vladimir Putin QAnon's greatest hero? They've got just as much to lose as the rest of you if the populace <laughs> ever finds out the earth is flat. Right. Because exactly. then everyone will start really doing the thing that makes that dangerous. Yeah. Round, round, down with the bourgeoisie! Yeah. Revolution. <laughs> the first two people thrown off the edge of the flat earth are Putin and Xi Jinping. They're like, we do it! No! This is why we were letting Biden get away with it! Ah, just like, people dress like the cast of Les Mis, waving a big flag that's just got an earth on it. Yeah. It's just like, wow, that's all it took? Incredible. We should have stopped lying about the shape of our earth a long time ago. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, get a little long in the tooth here, so why don't we move on to our mailbag segment. Our listeners got questions, we got answers. It's time for Q&A. And also, we'll get one of our PAs to go wake up Haley. Can you, yeah. can you go wake up Haley? Okay. Can you go wake up Uh, Cleodora Silvestri, the Hellworld Grand Inquisitor, says, It's Wacky Races time. Who are your favorite MAGA and Q racers, and what is the gimmick of their zany cars? Oh, man, this is a great one. Uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt Gates and MTG and the Cucumber Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> it's got an assortment of emoji-related powers. Yes. <laughs> what is this? Just like, we're making cars... Uh, so uh, for for Haley, who's not a fucking ancient cartoon aficionado, uh, also known as a Dorcas, uh, the Wacky Races was a bunch of Hanna Barbera cartoons that teamed up in pairs and had like a wacky, unique vehicle that had all sorts of like wacky powers. It was Mario Kart Double Dash, but like thirty years previously in Hanna Barbera cartoon universe. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know if I'm doing this right, but since we mentioned her and Brittany earlier, and this isn't saying that Brittany's a MAGA person or a Q person. Well, she could be. Who knows? We don't Who know knows? her life. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know her bag. But Liz, it's her and Liz Crokin, um, in a Brittany mobile. And it's Brittany. Have you seen that TikTok of her? Like I found these kitchen knives in my yes yes and you it's her swinging times. knives and just it's, flinging them out. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, and then that's their mo. It has does is there fighting involved in this? You can like fuck. Wow, I just uh, really just went. I just my puberty. It happened. Um, <laughs> wow. Nah, no, I was exhaling a thing. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, you they, they could fuck up each other's cars, yeah. So, so it could have like it could have like literal cartoon arms that come out of like mechano arms yeah, with knives coming out of the slashing side. tires with those. Is, kitchen the, is the car Brittany or is Brittany in the car? Brittany, is it? Two, you said it was two people in the vehicle, correct? Right, it's two, it's yeah. two people yeah, in so a wacky it's, car. Liz yeah, is yeah. driving. Brittany's slashing tires. Yeah. Oh, but she the car, the but the car's just a regular car. No, it's Rip. pink and pretty. It's pink and, and pretty, but otherwise totally normal. It's blasting. It is fucking blasting britney spears music nice does it does it does it have any sort of like kraken theme or croaking theme um in the back you in the back seats if you want you can you can watch liz's britney spears um documentary 
Oh, there we go. And, 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 it can, and the name of the car could be Slave Princess or whatever. Yes. yes. That's correct. Yeah. And then when Disney gets their hands on it, they will have to change that name. <laughs> so I don't know if I did that right, but that's my answer. Yeah. Uh, so I would have... Uh, I, I don't know who the second person would be, probably because there were two old school grifters. I'll put the ancient and long forgotten Joe M in the car with Praying Medic, and the car will be an ambulance. Because part of Praying Medic's gimmick was literally that he communed with God. And when he was an EMT, before he became a QAnon grifter, there would be times when they would be bringing someone to the hospital and praying medic knew he could save that person's life, but he didn't know if he it was right to do it. So he would talk to God to make sure it was okay to lay on hands, that person and save them. So basically, hey man, you can't spell EMT without lowercase T, AKA the cross, you know, that's just yes. how it goes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that that would be their car. It would be an ambulance. I don't know what actual powers the car itself would have, but basically most of it would just be uh, praying medic, uh, having God rebuke his enemies by raining down lightning, uh, sulfur, and other such plagues. And when their car breaks down in the middle of combat, then praying medic can heal it and resurrect it. So that should be the uh, guy who's got like a gunshot wound, and praying medic is like attending to him. But then you just see like his eyes roll back in his head. He looks at it. And he's just like no. God said it is your time. He <laughs> walks off. Yeah, what the fuck, man? No! Why? Do you why? like take it? Do you like take an oath or something? You're just like, nope, I'm actually hourly. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that I I very much approve of that question. Uh, wacky races and that stuff is excellent. Yeah, and Haley totally knew what it was and totally yes. loved it as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> Haley was Haley was solid. She, she her answer was great, but yeah, she, she, the, the problem is, is that like Asarge was sort of my my partner in knowing weird, obscure nonsense. So, no, no, no. You don't have to apologize. I'm just saying that now it is probably more appropriate for the questions to be less focused about 1980s or earlier cartoons. We're on a Those those questions are really just for me. Sometimes for Mike. Mike teaches me about sports. You teach me about other things. You know, we learn, we learn from you about the horror that is Arizona. <laughs> yeah, we're all just learning from each other. <laughs> I mean, I have a, I do have pretty good taste in stuff. So I'm the first person to admit that most of the things I talk about on the show are fucking terrible in practice. <laughs> They're like fun to talk about, but like I don't advocate watching Turbo T. That just sucks. Uh, oh. So thank you for the question. Uh, Dr. Initially asks, "How have the Q peddlers, or I mean influencers, pivoted the trials and guilty pleas of their favorite crack and hack?" Uh, so the first way they've tried to spin this is that um, the Georgia DA overcharged. She knew she couldn't convict, so she did this bullshit, and then took the plea deal because that was all she was going to be able to get these people on. And the second thing that I've seen people talk about is how the, the main like charge, the Rico charge, none of the people that have pleaded guilty have pleaded to a Rico charge. So obviously the main thrust of the argument that's being made against Trump in this Georgia case is still unproven and is still bullshit. And Trump's going to beat this thing as he's going to beat all his charges. 
So they're they're working, they're workshopping, they're finding ways. Uh, Sydney Powell is going on rants. She's losing her mind. She's talking about how she was like uh, like forced into pleading guilty. And I've seen some people talking about how maybe she might get her uh, guilty plea uh, withdrawn by the prosecutors. They might just take her to trial for being for being an idiot who refuses to like uh, follow the terms of the deal. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but we'll see. I think it's more likely going to be when it comes time for Powell to testify against her fellow defendants if she does that. And if she doesn't, well, then she's it'll be her ass in the sling. So we'll see. But um. For the most part, they're just uh, claiming that, you know, this is just bullshit. This is just prosecutorial malpractice. They're being assholes. And this is all going to work out in our favor anyways. And there are some people doing the QAnon shit about how uh, you got to plead guilty. And then when you testify, you you zig when the prosecutor expects you to zag. And when you start answering questions they don't want you to answer, you give away the truth and you put that on the record and then the deep state comes crumbling down, which is not how the legal system works. If you start saying an unresponsive answer to a question, the prosecutor objects to it. The judge strikes it down and you actually can't get your information on the record. So they're they're trying. They're going to make this work up until the moment it doesn't work because that's all they've got. Well, there we go. I don't have anything to add because that wasn't my question. Yeah, Haley. I mean, mean, Haley high-fiving over on the side, shunting shunting that responsibility to Mike. Yeah, yeah, Mike, do your work. (laughs) Me and Haley are straight chilling over in the corner in the the VIP section. Yeah. Um, Pancake Peasant asks, how can we support Sarge while he's on his long-term undercover deep state assignment? How can we assure the other beautiful babies that he's still a white hat when he fakes being a villain and does a heel turn? Uh, the easiest way would be patreon.com slash poker politics. Thank you for your question. <laughs> uh, Sarge is off living his best life. He's on the farm. You can go see him and pet him and stroke his shiny coat and beard uh, at some point. Any, anytime you want, just go upstate. He's at the farm. It's all good. Sarge is fine. Trust us. Sarge is, uh, Sarge is living his best life currently. Like I can't say that. Sarge has been traveling a lot and actually uh, and li- living La Vida Loca. I actually bought Sarge his Christmas present, and I'm very excited. Uh, I could say what it is because I know for a fact he doesn't listen to the show, but I uh, I, I won't spoil it for anybody. But it, it is coming from the far off land of Japan for Sarge, of course. Niche. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you for the question. And finally, uh, Eric supports the current thing. Asks, have you guys thought about merch, T-shirts, bumper stickers, Funko Pop figures? They'll do a Funko Pop of anyone. Uh, I. If they did a fun Are we all anonymous? Uh, I don't know. It's just three blank guys. <laughs> well, I mean, so like we have we've made endless jokes about stuff to put on merch, and I'm certainly sure that if we if we wanted to to find uh, a clever way to make some merch, we could. I'm at the um, top, but at the, yeah. at the very least, we could. At the very least, we could bend the knee at the altar of AI and do a very unethical merch, which we won't no. do. Uh, <laughs> But we could if we wanted to. And mm-hmm. I uh, believe I probably speak for everybody when I say I we haven't do done it. merch because <laughs> I have difficulty imagining anybody wanting to buy it. That is so <laughs> true, King. And Nobody buys it. Like yeah, and I, I don't want to have like overflow merch stuff. So we, it would at the very least have to be some sort of weird like direct to consumer on demand merch thing. And that sounds expensive. 
I can figure I don't it out. Know. If you've got deep pockets and you think you would be willing to order like 4,000 mugs or something, we could, we could find a funny logo to put on that for I you. I might be able to figure it out. <laughs> if, if someone legit wanted a design, maybe we could shit one out. I have ways. I have artist friends. Like if I if I was ever getting to the point where I was making like merchandise that I was playing to sell, like I would just reach out to somebody like commercially. Like I would be like, "Hey, I need to buy this art from you for commercial use." So like, let's figure out a price. So but nobody would buy it. We have no fans, listeners. I I want you listeners to know the few that are listening. We have no fans. Yeah, you you fan of the show because this is the part of the show that's like essentially garbage time. We're done talking about QAnon. All the QAnon fans are gone, so it's 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 just it's just us and you, listener, who can hear this, but also doesn't exist. Schrodinger's listener. Shout out Stephanie. My that's the that's our fan, but I think they're technically just part of the show. So. Oh yeah, I mean. (laughs) So it doesn't. Look, yeah. look, people that are affiliated with the show can be fans of the show. That's, I guess, And people true. that are affiliated with the show can also think the show sucks, like us, the people mm-hmm. who make the show. <laughs> this is a, we do one take, everybody. This is a real Ed Wood production here. Oh, okay. they're going to, they're going to pretty much figure out how much fucking editing we do as soon as they get to that weird noise I made. <laughs> they're going to get to that incredibly awkward noise I made, just be like, they kept this in? It's, oh, yeah. You better believe it. It's in yeah. there, baby. I thumped the mic in my face like two weeks ago and I heard it when I listened back. I was like, there it was. That's when it hit my face. Uh, I actually had a listener last week. Um, um, Cleodora Silvestri actually asked me, um, was there a problem with the, the recording? Because during the mailbag, you guys were really talking over each other a lot. And I'm like, no, that's just how Haley and L are. It's just, it's just, it's just. Yeah, just- I mean, so that, like, you know, the, the reality of the situation is that I've been, I've been performing content with Mike over the course of like, you know, a few different attempts at doing stuff for you know 15 years and also mike and i have been friends like in real life and pattering with each other for 20 years or longer so we have a lot of like rapport so i can't see you i can't see you the listener uh, needs to understand this i can't see you i don't know when you're opening your mouth i'm mysterious (laughs) it's part of my vibe How else? How else am I supposed to continue to maintain my identity as a chill, laid back twenty first century Nosferatu? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that picture I sent to Haley to show her my Halloween costume is literally the first time she's ever seen what I look like. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I, I didn't realize that at the He's time. He's mysterious. I'm realizing this in retrospect. <laughs> I would have used a better photo. <laughs> you see all my best looks in the morning, so it's okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so the reality of the situation is, no, that wasn't an audio issue. That was just, uh, that's just, you know, getting used to, to reporting with a new person over time. It'll get better. Um, we, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Look, I shut up so much. I mean, now. it doesn't, it doesn't, fa- it doesn't fall on just you. You don't have to <laughs> no. apologize for shit. No. Also, for the record, we do appreciate our listeners. We know that there are listeners that are hearing this and we do really appreciate you. So thank uh, you to the five. We're just not rich or famous and we probably are not uh, famous enough to, to have merchandise. <laughs> No. Uh, yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll find. Yeah, if we can find some sort of like on-demand site, I'm sure like Redbubble or Zazzle or something has something along those lines. So if there's like two or three lunatics out there, I make stickers. Like, well, we we will look into stickers then. So maybe I'll holler at uh, Molly and see what she might charge for a commercial license on the Chupobama. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> so uh, finally, it brings us to our uh, question. As all last question, as always, what are you guys looking forward to? Uh, you know that's a that's actually a fucking dynamite question, and somehow I was caught <laughs> off guard by it this week. Very much in the style of Haley. What like up? You, I know. <laughs> Uh, I just hadn't really considered it. I mean, I had a day yesterday, so uh, I don't know. I have the rest of the day to myself. I am very hungry. I think I'm just going to be fat today. Maybe I'll just, I love those days. I think I'm just going to be a big fat fatty today. I'm just going to order some big fat greasy food and just be, uh, and will continue to be fat. That's called self-care. Dude, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be McLovin it. I'm gonna be laid up in my bed with my, <laughs> with my big my big fatness, just kind of like nobody nobody to please but myself. Throw my eyes about my arms behind my head like Chewbacca. Great. <laughs> Classic. Yes. How about you, um, Haley? I guess I'll just that's easy answer the since I've been talking about it. Um the Diamondbacks game tonight, because if they lose tonight, they just lose, right? That's yeah, how it it's works. over. You're done. That's so funny. Damn. Because uh, they're the the last the the three the, the last two games in tonight is here in Arizona. Yep. And I was told by a certain somebody that um, that is, like, better, you know? Like, oh, home game, you know, you, they, teams usually do better. I don't know anything about sports, so I was just like, cool. So I guess they'll probably do good. They have not been doing good here while in Arizona, which no. is funny. Um, I don't know anything about sports, so I don't care if they win or lose. I kind of was hoping that they would... Um, I guess win because that's like hometown spirit, right? I would like to see if I want to see how we. I want to see how Arizonans party when they win. You know how like some states like they start flipping cars and and they need to grease poles in some places. <laughs> um, I want to see if there's any of that energy, and that's only going to happen if we win. So we, I want, I want looking for that greasy pole energy. I want sports riots. Yeah, sports um, riot energy. I mean, you need to go to New England for that. New England loves a sports riot. All right, flip, a, well, flip a car, win or loss. Well, we're we're done with that for the time being, unless the Celtics do something, because the rest of our teams are absolute ass at this point. But uh, yeah, are the are the Bruins paddling everyone's ass? Yeah, I mean, but that's the our our guard is up because like last year the Bruins were super incredible, the greatest team in the history of the world, and then they got bounced in the first round of the playoffs, like the bums they are. So it's like. The Bruins could win every game in the regular season, and Boston would just be like, "Yeah, look, let's see, dude, let's see." You got the, the, the Diamondbacks are on like the big, the big stage, dude. Anything's possible. It's sports, this, baby, Rudy, this baby. True. This is true. I'm just, I'm just saying that they broke my heart last year. So Remember I gotta... the Titans, baby. <laughs> yes, the Titans. So, uh, go bags, go D bags. Yeah. Uh, backs. I know. <laughs> no, she, she, she said what she meant. I know what yeah, I said. I know. She, 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 <laughs> But the, Honestly, the, the, that is the most legitimate excuse for that mascot pairing that I've. I mean, like, even if you're just like, this state is riddled with this particular snake, which is why our, our team is named that. They're all over the place. You just can't throw a rock without hitting one. It'd be like, are you sure that it's not because it sounds like douchebags? If you like, if you really wanted to. Douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I am. I'm also looking forward to the World Series, probably concluding. Uh, Who do you want very, to win? Wow, Savage. I, I wanted I wanted the Diamondbacks to win because I was rooting <laughs> for you, and also because 
the the baseball purist people were going to be more upset if the Diamondbacks won because they were kind of the last team to make the postseason. And so if they had won, it would have been like, oh, like so fraudulent. Like the regular season doesn't mean anything. It's like the regular season does mean nothing. I hope you learned that lesson a million years ago. Like the playoffs kind of invalidate the regular season. That's the how sports in America works. Like this isn't like really tricky. I don't know how you didn't grasp that a million years ago, you dumb quote unquote sports purists. Also, I will say that for the record, as somebody who truly hates baseball and therefore has less than zero dog in this race. I am also hoping that the Diamondbacks win, if only because it appears to be uh, giving Haley's life an additional in- enhancement. Mm-hmm. So yeah. go Diamondbacks! Continue, yeah. continue, continue, to, continue to win so that Haley can continue to enjoy sports because that has been a fun thing to watch happen. Yeah. <laughs> the, the 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 weird thing this postseason is that the Texas Rangers, uh, the enemies of the Diamondbacks, uh, they have never lost on the road this year, and this has continued in this series where they've won the first two games in Arizona. So this is the last chance for the Diamondbacks to actually make them lose a road game. So I'm channeling, be... my, I'm channeling my energy into them. Yes, me too. It, and it, what's really funny is. The Rangers' best hitter and one of their pitchers both got injured in the game before this. And everyone was like, oh, shit, they're they're hurting. They're on the ropes. The Diamondbacks are going to get back into this thing. And then the Diamondbacks lost 500 to nothing last night. It was absolutely. They got one. Okay. No, no, you got seven. You, you got a bunch oh, of. Oh, yeah, that's right. Actually, it went. I, I yeah. stopped kind of watching a oh, little yeah. bit. Yeah, you fucking just. When it was 10 nothing, you could have stopped watching. The game yeah. Went, yeah. But then it was like seven, and I was yeah, like, dang, yeah. they really did that. Too bad yeah. they got fucking smoked near the beginning. Yeah. So I didn't right. Exactly. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to that because, like, I, I will, I mean, even though baseball is terrible, I will watch any competition if it's high level. I mean, I'll watch curling, I'll watch darts, I'll watch anything. If it's two people <laughs> fighting for me, the, the champion of the, of the event, I'm like, I'm in. I'm, I'll, I'll watch that. So I'm here for that. And then. I will. I'm also. I'm crossing my fingers and toes, rooting for the Patriots to lose this week because fuck our terrible team. They need to lose all their games to get a high draft pick, and it's really frustrating because they're playing the Washington uh, football team this week, and Washington decided to just give up because um, if you don't know about the the storied history of the Washington football team. They oh, were owned brother, by, make it short, Mike. It's going to be very short. They were owned by a dumb racist asshole uh, named Dan Snyder who would not change their terrible racist name until he was absolutely forced to by the universe. And finally, the NFL forced his ass out. They finally made him sell the team. So the new owner bought the team, and now that guy is just taking a blowtorch to the current team. He is going to remake the Washington Commanders in his own image. So this week was the NFL trade deadline. And if you were a Washington football player of any quality, you were traded to for a bag of balls. So my Patriots, who are absolute dog shit, are now going to be playing a team that was literally made objectively worse by ownership. That was their plan. So if the Patriots can lose to that team, God, they're the worst. And I really hope it happens. So that's what I'm rooting for this week. It's good. But yeah, it's going to be super important for them to to tank the rest of the season so they can get a, a high draft pick because I'm sure the Bill Belichick's got his eye on a really oh, spicy left guard or something. No shit. Oh, my Here God. Go. That's oh, what's going to fucking happen. Oh, and with the it. first overall pick of the NFL 2025 season draft, uh, Dirk Maluski, kicker from Pittsburgh <laughs> University. 
It's so fucking happening. Oh my god. The, the sad thing about this is L has like the only the most tangential knowledge of the Patriots, and even with that, he knows exactly how fucking terrible we are at drafting. I love it. It's so fucking accurate. Yeah, it, it, it used to look real spicy when he was just like pulling shit off of the heap to build around a Tom Brady. But yeah, it turns out that you can't build a whole team out of the bubblegum leftovers that nobody wants. You need fucking real talent, and it can't be like on the line. You need like High impact receivers. Yeah, you need skill. You need. They're called skill positions for a reason, and we are fucking totally against accurately identifying and drafting skill. Cannot fucking do it. A very Dude. unskilled team. Everybody yeah. does it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, uh, we're going to go ahead and some some little wheels are going to pop out of our armchair quarterback and coaching here. We're just going to ride that uh, that comfortably uh, comfy chair into the sunset and out of hell world for the week. Thank you so much for listening. If you stuck around for what ended up being a little bit longer of an episode than normal, uh, we do appreciate all of our listeners for supporting the show. You can continue to support the show for free. Actually, you could do it slightly harder by giving us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast from. If you have money and you want to give it to us, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash pokerpolitics, where you can give us a donation every month, uh, tip your dealers. And if you do so to the tune of $5 or more per month, you get access to all of our bonus content which I highly recommend because we talked uh, about some pretty funny stuff there, including getting uh, much deeper into MK Ultra in some of our series. So go check that out if you'd like to. Uh, big shout out to uh, this week's beautifuler baby, Jonathan N. Jonathan N, beautifuler baby for this week. Thank you so much for your support. Welcome what a to king. the crib. Or queen, if you, or uh, you identify, whatever. Yeah. If you don't or, like uh, royalty, it's cool what, too. What a cosmic I mean, entity. We're all made of stardust, you know? If you have money you don't want to give it to uh, a few dicks that talk about nothing on the internet, we totally get it. There's a bunch of ways you could do some good with it in the world today, but we'll just go ahead and continue to suggest love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Thanks, as always, for the use of our intro song to the great DJ Minimal Effort. No social media for them, Natch. Uh, however, you can still find our buddy Frosty until they tell me to stop saying that you can. Uh, by getting off of Twitter because Twitter sucks uh, at FrostyVO, of course, on Twitter, which sucks. You can find the show on Twitter, which sucks, uh, at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. Uh, you can find myself on Blue Sky, which sucks in a different way, uh, at the Mysterious L. Uh, Haley, uh, also on Blue Sky, which sucks in a different way, uh, at Arizona Right Watch. Uh, and Mike Rains, wherever the winds take a social media traveler at Poker Politics, uh, including Twitter and Blue Sky, which both suck in their different ways. Uh, so for another successful episode of the Adventures of Hellwell podcast, I've been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined by our, our expert in all things Arizona crazy, Haley, aka Arizona Right Watch, and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots!